Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. AYN2K listeners, how's it hanging? My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. And we are here for episode 134. All right, so we are continuing to just go up and up on the uh, scale of numbers, slowly closing in on episode 150. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 200's a little bit off in the distance, but uh, we're definitely closer than we were last week, right, DJ? Yep, always, each and week. Can you, and can you explain to the audience how that works, how each week we get closer to episode 150 or episode 200? Yeah, so, well, I mean, with each podcast that we do, the number goes up. Right. And as the number goes up, the closer and closer we get to the number 200. Great. Yeah, great job. Great uh, description there. That's as, that's as good as I think anyone could have uh, kind of laid it out for the audience. And so I think yeah. the audience is following. They might have been a little fuzzy there, but uh, we've got a we've got a smart following here at All You Need to Know. So I'm sure that they were on top of it before we even tried to kind of explain it a little bit more. But I'm excited about this episode. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know about you, DJ, but this is one that's been on our list of topics uh, that we could potentially cover for a very long time. It's even mm-hmm. been up on the poll mm-hmm. a couple times before, and I and I always thought that it would power through and be the topic for the week, but it it was always up against some heavy hitters. So mm-hmm. uh, finally, I think this was the heavy hitter of the, the three that we put up, and uh, that's what we'll be talking about this week, and I'm excited. As am I. Do, I, you, I, vote, do you vote on the polls usually? Every week. You vote on them? Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I, I hope that's okay. We probably contribute, you know, if you just looked at all of the votes all time, me and you probably have uh, the most votes for the A1-2K polls, which is fine, right? I mean, we're the ones talking about the topic, so I, I don't think there's there's any harm or, or foul there. Yeah, but no, f- no foul play. I, I just I wonder if people would rather us just pick the topic ourselves. Do you think that's something that ever comes across their mind? Uh, do you yeah, think that I, do you think the, that they're burdened? Like they're like, oh gosh, I got to pick the topic for them again this week. You know, no, I I think that the people who vote on the polls probably like voting on the polls. Uh, but the people that maybe don't see the polls or not involved in the polls, they probably don't care and probably wish we would pick our own topics. That's true. That's true. That's a really good point. And if anyone was wondering, if anyone's tuning in this week and. Uh, maybe it's their first time listening. That's how we usually pick our topics for uh, the podcast each week. Sometimes we will just say, like, hey, everybody can shove it. This is what we're talking about this week. But for right. the most part, we put some options up on uh, our Twitter poll, and people choose uh, how to do it. So that's how we choose to do the topic. But, DJ, why don't you go ahead and enlighten the audience about how this podcast works? Yeah, no, I uh, I think... I think we look at the podcast a lot like, uh, like, like buttoning up a shirt, like like a man and a wife, and the man's getting dressed. Well, okay. Now remember, we try to keep things PG. No, so. I know, I know, but but stay with me here. All right. So, I will. the man is buttoning up his shirt, but he's a little past his prime, but he doesn't know it yet. So he buttons all the way up, and but leaves two buttons off to show a little bit of the uh, the hamburger meat, the chest, the chest hair that's coming off, because he he feels like he still looks good. And then uh, our, the our audience is, is the wife coming in saying, no, 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 the last five percent of those buttons, we got to get those buttoned up. Okay, so that was a uh, that was a very interesting 
metaphor that she just used there. I was on the edge of my seat, literally, mm. uh, both because I was concerned that it would be inappropriate, and also I was interested to see how you would tie it together. I yeah. guess that makes sense. Uh, the thing that I'm hung up on is the fact that you called uh, a man's chest hair hamburger meat. Is that a mm-hmm. is that a phrase that's often used? I, I've heard it used by other people before, um, but yeah, no, I, I've referencing. You've never chest heard, hair? yeah, you've never heard a man's chest hair referred to as like hamburger meat. No, I haven't. Uh, and I'm trying to connect it. Maybe it's the visual connection of the two things, but I, you know, that's a little far fetched for me. I've never heard that phrase in my life. I might that might be a pull question. Have you ever heard a man's chest hair referred to as hamburger meat? Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, but. Uh, none, nonetheless, DJ, great job. Uh, considering that every week you have to throw together a metaphor, and I don't think it's planned, uh, you nah, do a, you do I'll a very good job. Pull it right out of my keister. Yeah. Do you think? Have you ever thought about, man? You know what? It would be easier on me if I prepared something to say. Uh, you know, I feel like that's my form of art, Quinn. I, I, I think ah, that I uh, just using the quick hitting imagination to just you know throw it together to make sure that I've done something new each and every week without planning that that's kind of my thing that's that's what I do yeah well it it seems to be working for you so I wouldn't change anything now uh, mm-hmm. but what I will say is we need to get to this topic because I know our intros can often be a little lengthy and the audience is probably uh, salivating at the fact maybe not mm. literally but uh, metaphorically salivating. Uh, Pick your jaw up, folks. So we can get to this topic. So let's Stop not drooling. keep them. Let's not keep them waiting any longer. Let's go ahead and talk about today's topic, episode 134, pets. DJ, so I know last week's episode, if people tuned in, there was no script. There was a lot going on. Uh, I I usually, you know, this is very, very unlike me, but I would recommend to just kind of skip that episode. I know you guys were probably proud of it. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it was fine, but there wasn't a script. There wasn't an outline. Isaac kind of hijacked it, right? Well, I was I was calmly driving the bus. Isaac hijacked it. And drove it, you know, 80 miles in a 40 mile per hour zone. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it was a little, it was a little hectic, but I think it was okay. This, it, it, this week we're getting back to uh, the bread and butter of AYN 2K, I think. Hey, you know, it's all, it's all about the uh, listeners' preference and and what they want to listen to. I'm sure that there were some listeners out there who uh, really enjoyed it, but you know, That's some true. of the regulars probably were a little confused, a little thrown off, and probably a little perturbed. So I won't. Oh, and great word, word of the mm. day, perturbed. Um, but I, I don't think that I'll stay by my uh, what I said just a little bit ago, and, and I'm not going to say skip it, uh, but give it a try, and and I guess see for yourself is, is the best way to do it. Um, yeah. But this this week we're back on track. Maybe last week we took a we took an exit too early, and we were taking some back roads to get to our destination. Mm-hmm. We are staying on the interstate this week, and we yeah. are going to cover a topic to 95%, which mm. I'm excited about. And we're talking about pets. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to unpack here. We always try to give the audience you know, the view from 10,000 feet on this topic, and yeah. there is a lot to get to. There's a lot of uh, square footage, a lot of acreage yeah. for this topic. So we'll do our best, uh, but let's go ahead and, and pop into what we have developed as the most popular pets that you can own. Now, this, these three are very obvious, 
I feel like if you went up to someone on the street and said, hey, name the top three most popular pets that people own and right. put, a, put a microphone up to their uh, face, of course, six feet away, I guess. You would have to maybe get a selfie stick and put the microphone on the end of it. Right. But, but I, I, I feel like this is pretty obvious. Uh, the first most popular pet that you can own is a dog. Mm-hmm. I'd say I, I would like to know how many people or the percentage of homes in America that owns a dog. I feel like it would be rather high. Uh, I would say it's probably over 50%. Because there's so many different types of dogs. You've got, mm-hmm. some, you've got some small dogs like you know a Chihuahua and a Shih Tzu. Uh, and then you've got... Uh, and I won't I won't bleep that out because of course I was saying well, uh, sh- it's the Shih name Tzu. of the dog yeah yes. no no but seriously I I stick by Ron Swanson's method on that one anything less than what sixty pounds I think any dog under ten pounds is a cat and cats are useless that's what Ron Swanson said oh okay maybe uh, but you've got medium sized dogs like uh, I don't know like a Schnauzer uh, maybe a King Charles something like that. And you've mm-hmm. got your larger dogs. You've got your uh, your black labs, golden retrievers, um, and then great I Danes. Mean, yeah, I mean, I was gonna say extra large dogs would be like a Great Dane, a Mastiff, things like that. Those yeah. things, those things are massive. I don't Ooh. know. If, I've never owned one of those extra large dogs, but that would be a lot to handle. I feel like that's like literally having a horse live in your home. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't know if I could handle that. But then you've got cats. So dogs, of course, and then cats. Uh, and I feel like cats, you either love them or mm-hmm. you hate them. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like that's pretty, that's a pretty common, uh, you know, standing for, for people. Either they love cats or they hate cats. Yeah. Or, or maybe the third one would be you're allergic to cats. Uh, yeah. Which is something that happens a lot with, uh. A not lot a lot of, of middle ground on cats. No, there's not. Um, and then the third most popular type of, uh, pet that you have, and these are just like common pets that you're going to see in you know right. your every your everyday household like you could you could walk down a street and there's going to be one of these types of pets in a, in a home somewhere um sugar gliders yeah which which i can't tell you how many dinner parties i've been to or maybe just like a small group gathering and they've got like three or four sugar gliders at their house mm-hmm. i mean it's it's unreal how many sugar gliders there are in uh, american households well and one thing you gotta look at too is uh I mean, we're, we're starting to have more and more people out there who need emotional support pets, mm-hmm. and the sugar gliders have proven to be top of the line in that in that uh, scenario. It's really interesting. I read that study. I'm get, you're, you're talking about that study that was published by Harvard, right? Yeah. About the sugar gliders? Yeah. Yep. Uh, fascinating study done by Harvard to, that, that I kind of – I was blown away that it, it, it was shown that sugar gliders are probably uh, in you know the 99th percentile of best – emotional support animals that you can mm-hmm. have um yep. they actually even recommend you have two or three sugar gliders um and, and if anyone's kind of confused about what a sugar glider is it's uh it's like a little squirrel that it's can like a fly flying squirrel yeah it can fly around yeah uh so if you've got you know multiple s- stories in your house uh you know that's that's really what a sugar glider loves is to yeah. just kind of you know fly around in your house and they're the um, easiest on your home well yeah well I, I would say yes because of their, their small size. Um, if you leave a window open, they can fly out and do their business uh, you know, outside the home. Um, but, yeah, I, I think you, you would probably – that's not a stretch to say that they are the easiest on your, on your home. That's for sure. Uh, but they do yeah. take massive dookies. 
They do, and you got to watch out. I mean, sometimes you're in the you're in the landing zone, right? Right. If, if they're flying around your living room, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. But those are the three most popular types. Um, and now we've got other types of pets that you might have. I feel like those three, of course, are going to be like, oh, of course, people have those pets in their home. Uh, then you've got some other ones that I would go ahead and say, um, tell me if I'm wrong, DJ, are not as affectionate as those first three. Yeah, not well. Yeah, not as playful or or self aware. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that we have, uh, I guess you could go ahead and group it as the rodent group. You've got hamsters, gerbils, and guinea pigs. Yeah, all maybe the same animal in, with different names. I don't get that. Yeah, maybe you could just throw in uh, a chinchilla too. Uh, those things are adorable. Prob- have you ever seen a chinchilla? It's what is it like a like a guinea pig mixed with a rabbit? Yeah, that's a good... Oh, and I didn't put rabbit, so you could probably have a rabbit as a pet. Uh, well, here's, I, I actually had a rabbit as a pet at one point. Here, here's my thing. You want to look at the, the theory of evolution. Obviously, they say that humans evolved from apes. Believe it or don't, I don't care. Uh, I would like to think, though... Are, would, would you say that maybe hamsters are pre-evolved rabbits? Uh, yeah, and I mean, we're getting into some... You know some theological stuff, really. Uh, whenever yeah. we're talking about the about creationism, but uh, I I think that it's possible. But you have to you have to think why did the hamster that was pre-evolved from the rabbit mm-hmm. develop such large hind legs? Like, what was the reasoning that he needed? Was he uh, tr- was he trying to be a kicker? Mm. You know, in in the football league that yeah. they that you know in, in the area that they were in. Uh, were they trying to be a good basketball player? So what, what what do you think the reasoning would be for a hamster to evolve and Here's develop one. big hind legs? Here, I'll, I'll take this a whole nother step here. Okay. From hamster to rabbit to kangaroo. I mean, wow. you, I mean, just over time, because the hamster can't defend itself. If a ha- if there's a wild hamster out there, that dude is like dinner served on a silver platter so obviously i would say that over time they would have to evolve into something with a little something that's gonna give them a little bit more uh more kick or more speed Uh, one thing that i like about all of these types of animals that we're talking about the hamster gerbil guinea pig rabbit uh and even the chinchilla uh, they usually have two really large front teeth Mm -hmm. and it's just it's just adorable I know. Oh, yeah. I, I'm probably going to say the word adorable a couple times, more than a couple, uh, this podcast. But it's just so cute. Whenever mm. you see one of those little guys, they've got these real fat faces, you know, maybe they're munching on a carrot or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the, the rabbit that I had as a pet, uh, probably not healthy for him, but he, and this is not a joke, enjoyed vanilla wafers. Really? Yeah. We would give him a wafer a day, usually. Who uh, he, doesn't enjoy yeah. a nice vanilla wafer? I, uh, I, I can't. Show me someone that doesn't uh, enjoy a vanilla wa- wafer, and I'll call him a liar. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what I say. Uh, but he did. My my rabbit did die of uh, obesity. He could no longer move at one point. So maybe maybe you should be careful uh, if you're going to feed a wild or you know a domesticated animal human food. That's definitely something to watch out for. That's human food. Human human food. Okay, I thought you said human food. You're. I was about I, to say you're feeding he-man food. Did. Yeah, I, I might have mispronounced Rabbits? it, but uh, I, I'm not sure if it was just the connection or what. But one thing that I've always thought about, and I know we're kind of stuck on, on this topic for a second, but I've always thought that if you got a guinea pig or a hamster and you just made it like the size of a cat or a dog, mm-hmm. 
that thing would be adorable. I mean, imagine, and I said, there I said it again, and I apologize. It's going to happen today. Well, but could you imagine a guinea pig that's like three feet long and like two feet tall just walking around your house? That, uh, I feel like it would be mostly fat. I don't think it'd be moving too far. Well, I'm not saying a regular guinea pig, like, eats so mm-hmm. much to where he's the size of a cat. I'm saying that the guinea pig was the actual proportionate size of a cat and it was just walking around your house would it be would you think that it would be cute or would it be kind of scary to see a guinea pig that size i i feel like it might be a little scary um you know they're not obviously they're not going to be quite as athletic as and smooth as cats so yeah i don't know i i I don't know and they'll probably start like gnawing on your kitchen table and stuff too, because oh, yeah. that, that would probably be dangerous. But it was just an idea. I've always thought about that. Yeah. Um, another type of pet that we have, a fish, which are probably, you know, first team all American most yeah. boring pet that you can own. Useless. Yeah. There's not a lot going on. They're they're very fascinating, right? And yeah. uh, it, they're very appealing to watch swim around. But they're really needy. They're like, oh, make my water temperature. It has to be 72 degrees or I'll die. Like, come on, just deal with it. You know? Like, yeah. I, gave you, I gave you a home, so yeah. why don't you just kind of adapt to it? And yeah. the fish, the, anytime, any experience that I've had with fish has been negative. Um, yeah. I'm sure you remember uh, my most recent pet fish, Lavar. Lavar. Uh, yeah, we had that. Rest that, in peace. We had that funeral for him, so uh, he was a great fish. Lavar um, kicked it for a while. He kicked well. He kicked the bucket, but he did kick it for a while. Yeah. Uh, so the bucket just wouldn't tip over, I guess. Mm-hmm. But a fish, I'm not huge fans of, uh, and they're cool, but you can't cuddle with a fish. So that's no, you that's can't the pet downside. them. You can't love on them. They don't want to be there. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. And can I don't know. Just something. Something about fish is just like it's just something extra to take care of during the day i don't right. I, it's not and you don't get anything out of it i mean you can you can enjoy their the sheer beauty and elegance of a fish swimming through water but yeah. it's it, the payoff is not there so i agree with you and can you imagine if fish were like dogs or if or if dogs were like fish i'm sorry where i mean it, like you get a dog and then a couple weeks over it's just belly up and then you just go get another dog. Yeah. Okay. So I was I was struggling to follow you there for a second, but you're saying like fish are very replaceable. So if yeah. a fish dies on you, you can go to the pet store and get another one for pretty yeah. cheap. You're saying if it happened to a dog, like you got a dog, it died two weeks later, you just went and got another one. It's not like that. That's probably mm-hmm. not even socially acceptable. No. Uh, because I doubt PetSmart's letting you come in and get a new dog every three weeks because you said the last one died. So that's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. Uh, the last thing that we have uh, on our types of uh, pets is snakes, which no. I think you and I both agree is weird. And yep. I mean, and I'm not talking down on anyone that owns a snake, but I just want to ask why you chose that one, uh, yeah. you know, over maybe like a cute little sugar glider yeah. uh, or, or a hamster. Um, I got to have something with fur, man. Yeah. And a snake, I just feel like that's bringing in danger to your home, you know? Yeah. Especially these people, you read stories about uh, people bring boa constrictors and and yeah. uh, pythons and stuff into their home. Yeah, I mean, dumb. come on. I don't I mean, get it. What in the world are you thinking? So uh, we can both agree that you know a lot of people buy snakes, um, mm-hmm. but I just don't. It's not my favorite. It's not my first choice. That's for sure. 
Yeah. Now, this is an interesting topic because you've got rare types of pets. Uh, there mm-hmm. are certain pets you have to make sure if you're gonna if you're listening to this podcast and you you hear one of these, you're like, oh, I gotta go get one of those. You need to make sure that it's first legal in whichever state you live uh, mm-hmm. to own one of these animals. Um, and it's it's interesting to look up like rare and exotic pets that you can own uh, right. because because some of them are surprising. Uh, the first one that we have is uh, skunk. Now, of course. Yeah. These are uh, skunks that I feel like there's a word for it, maybe de- defumed, or or uh, is there a word that you can think of, DJ, that is the actual term for it? Uh, I don't, but I would refer to them as debunked skunks. Okay, that that would probably work, and there's a little rhyme there, so it makes it easy for people to remember. Uh, but a skunk is essentially a very cute animal. It can uh, it waddles around. Uh, mm. It's it's very the the color of a skunk is is very fat you know I I I would probably probably similar to a cat right with its yeah. fur yeah um, but but I've I've had uh, people that I grew up with uh, I remember yeah. one time he brought in a skunk to like show and tell and I was like wow I mean I, that's unreal but here's my thing if you want something that's like a cat just get a cat just get a cat right yeah it seems like you have to go through jump through a lot of hoops in order to own a skunk so I agree with you yeah. Got to rid it of the water that comes out of its spray hole. And yeah. I, don't, I just, yeah. And do you want to take that away from them, too? Like, that's something that they're born with, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know if I, I would be able to sleep at night if I didn't allow a skunk to, to have that power. That's the, that's yeah. one of its natural defense systems. So uh, You wouldn't uh, be able to sleep at night if that skunk sprayed all over your house. Very true, very true. So, uh, again, not much of a payoff I see with skunks. Hedgehogs, though. Uh, those those were very popular. What would you say five years ago, five yeah. to ten years ago? Yeah, I they feel like everyone getting... was getting a hedgehog. Yeah, and I don't get it because aren't hedgehogs kind of like a little porcupine? Yes, so they are they are very prickly, um, and that's that's again they have a defense system where they can make those uh, spikes or whatever you you call them uh, needles on their back mm-hmm. kind of become more. Uh, defensive, right? So if yeah. you're just holding it, you can actually pet a hedgehog. But if oh. it freaks out on you, you could have four or five little, uh, you know, hedgehog needles in your hand. Yeah, see, I'm not trying to mess with that. I, I'm not I'm taking not that either. chance. I'm not either. Then you've got raccoons. Um, my dad actually had a pet raccoon uh, whenever he was probably uh, maybe ten years old, something like that. I feel like that <laughs> would actually be that would actually be really fun. Could yeah. you imagine a raccoon like kind of crawling through your house just, and yeah, just a little bitty trash panda? Yeah, a little trash panda running around. The only thing is, you know, you probably gotta you know lock up your trash cans because uh, yeah. I guess just uh, instinctually he's gonna try to he or she is gonna try to get into your trash. So you have to well, be careful with that. And, and raccoons do scare me just a tad because they do have thumbs. That's right. They can pick stuff up. You yeah. can give one of my favorite thoughts is a raccoon can hold an ice cream cone. And they could yeah. just hold it, and I and that's another reason why you know I could see the appeal of getting a raccoon as a pet. It would be very, very adorable to just to watch a raccoon, you know, eat up. I think li- you could eat and lick up a ice cream cup. Yeah, I think you could teach a raccoon how to play catch. You probably could, and that that's something right there. But the biggest problem, DJ, with that is trying to f- find someone that could, uh, you know, develop a a mitt that would fit the raccoon's hand. Plus, you have to then, you know, teach the raccoon how to put the glove on, right, yeah. to, to catch the baseball with. 
So that is kind of getting into a hypothetical situation, I think. But it is I th- possible. I think maybe maybe you're throwing golf balls to a that's raccoon. Da- that's dangerous, especially if the raccoon can throw some heat. Maybe, but maybe I don't. A, maybe a tennis ball. I maybe I I just think anything bigger than a golf ball is going to be tough for the raccoon to catch. I mean, that's that ball true. is the size of its head. So you think that the raccoon so if a raccoon were to throw something it would either be maybe a golf ball a ping pong ball uh i'm trying to think of anything else uh, you know a tennis ball is probably pushing it you're right yeah. it's, it's a little large they would have to probably two hand throw it maybe overhand yeah. over the head throw it to you so you could probably you could also teach it how to fence like sword fight yeah well i mean like you said it's got thumbs so mm-hmm. Uh, really, the opportunities are endless, and that's why I think a lot of people try to get raccoons as pets. Yeah, uh, they would make a good fencing partner. Uh, of course, you wouldn't have to depend on them. Uh, you know, like, hey, we're gonna fence at three thirty on Monday. Uh, they're gonna be like, okay, yeah. I mean, I live with you, so that's fine. Yeah, so, I have nothing good. else to do. That's a good point. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, the last thing that we had on the rare types of pets is tigers, which really yeah. uh, that's not legal. Um, yeah, in really any state, I think now. Joe Exotic got in trouble for yeah. it. We talked about the Tiger King documentary series a while back. Yeah. Carol um, Baskin. So, Carol Baskin. Killed but, her husband. Whacked him. Yeah. Oh, so that's the TikTok uh, song that was that came from the Joe Exotic docu-series, which yeah. rest in peace I TikTok. wrote that. You wrote that. That's what I, I wrote thought. That. You yeah. had told me that, and I, and I yeah. didn't want to mention it, but I, I thought that was Made some good cash true. off of that, actually. Let's talk about dogs versus cats, right? Because I feel like that's going to be the main, uh, you know, topic. If anyone has a pet, they're going right. to be like, "Oh, I have a dog," or "I have a cat." And usually, yeah. you see these two types of animals pitted against each other. It seems mm-hmm. like there's some sort of natural lifetime, uh, you know, eternity long debate and battle between dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. I think there was even a movie back in the day called Dogs versus Cats. But uh, I mean, I I don't see myself as a dog person or a cat person now of course you a third party would probably say quinn you're definitely a cat person and and i knew you would agree with that but uh let's just go ahead and and kind of talk about briefly which is better a dog or a cat yeah well i i i'm more of a dog person i don't dislike cats but if i'm getting a pet for myself i think it would have to be a dog uh i think Dogs have better personalities is, is yeah. my main thing. They are more grateful to be with you, that's for sure. Yeah. A cat uh, is very indifferent about being your pet. Uh, cat just, could not care less. Like whenever you come home from work or school, a dog runs up and says, oh my gosh, I missed you so much. Of course, it doesn't yeah. say that, but you you know, you know can read the body language of the dog. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this dog has missed me, and he, and he or she is glad that I'm back. With a cat, if you open the door, it might you know, turn turn for a second from licking itself and say, oh, look who's back. Yeah. Like, they, they probably preferred you to be gone. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the one thing. But I think the best way to put it is dogs are extroverted, cats are introverted. I feel yeah. like that's probably the best way to describe it because it's really easy. We could sit here for 30 minutes. It could have been episode 134, what the hell is, uh, what the hell are cats' problem, you know? Yeah. Like, why are they upset? Why are they grumpy? Um, stuff like that. They do. They just seem mad all the time. And I don't think that they're upset. They're not mad. But they would definitely prefer to, you know, if the food showed up in their bowl and the litter box cleaned itself, 
then they would probably cut you out of the picture, right? Oh, for but, sure. But it's a mutual relationship only because you have to pick up their shit and they and you also have to give them food and water. So the right. cat appreciates you for those two reasons only, I think. Well, and that's what I was about to say. So a nice little transition into our next one. Our, our first thing that we put, because we made a little pros and cons list here. That's right, just having a pet. And uh, one, of the, one of the things that we put on the pros that I'm starting to question the more that we talk about cats is that pets love you unconditionally. I think dogs for sure love you unconditionally. Cats, I like you said, if... They didn't need you to clean their litter box and to put food in the bowl and water in the bowl. I don't think that they would care. They they could care less whether you're there or not. So I That's think that true. it is very conditional to a cat. Well, we were, whenever we developed this pros and cons list, which really, I mean, how long did it take? Two, three hours? We sat, yeah. here, we sat here debating, well, no, that belongs in this. No, that belongs yeah. in that. So that was actually a pretty uh, tedious process, getting together this pros and cons list. But... I think that it was more in general. We're talking about pets in general. They they love you unconditionally. A cat, uh, maybe a better way to put that is uh, pets provide companionship. So mm-hmm. whenever you come home, uh, you know you're not alone if you live by yourself, or even if you live with someone else. Like maybe the cat, you know, provides companionship better than that person. I hope that yeah. that's not the case, but hey, you know who knows. the The, the idea is that a pet is just there for you whenever you get there. Uh, and so a cat definitely has times where they're like, oh, I'm going to go off and do my own thing. I've got to go uh, swat around, uh, you know, at this toy that's on the ground. Or I've got to go, you know, jump around on the dining room table at 3 o'clock in the morning. It has things yeah. to do, right? So yeah. occasionally it will, though, cuddle up next to you. So it really depends on the cat that you have. But uh, I think... We put right underneath that uh, that pets love you unconditionally as a pro. They can also lift your spirits. So that's yeah. you know that's like a dog uh, fetches up a, a stick or and you know runs into a tree with it or something. It, it can bring you a laugh. Or maybe a cat uh, you know kind of forgets where it's laying on a couch and it falls off or something like that. It can yeah. lift your spirits. Not that I want a cat to get harmed, right? But it's just something that kind of well, gives you a laugh. They all they land on their feet. They're supposed to, yeah. And they have nine lives, so they. You know, that's that's one thing that I feel like is baffling. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's unreal. Like, my cat has, has gotten run over three times, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's unreal. Yeah. It's it's one of the most, you know, seven wonders of the world, right? Yeah, you should, yeah, for sure. You should keep your cats out of the street. We try to. But, hey, they they belong to the streets. You know what I'm they saying? They do. Let's, let's go through a couple cons on the list, right? Yeah. Because we've gone through some pros, and we have a couple more pros. But... Uh, one of the cons of having a pet is shedding, right? Yeah. And I said shedding. Yeah. Not if, well, if, that, if that wasn't clear. The other one, too. Yeah, well, that's that's a little bit down on our list. But whether you have a dog or a cat, you're going to have some hair just laying around. And, I mean, sometimes yep. it's it's like crazy. Like you could put enough hair together to make another dog. It's, yeah. It's, I, it, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Which um, I think is how God did it. Right. Right. He just so. yeah, He just waited for the dogs to leave enough hair to make another one. That's true. Um, and then another thing we have we have on the cons list is pets have to eat, which is unfortunate, right? That kind of cuts into uh, your expenses, right? And so does veterinarian bills. I mean, mm-hmm. going going and getting your dog or cat, uh, you know, its shots that it needs, and also feeding it, uh, whether it's you know dry or uh, wet food. Which if if you're feeding your dog or cat wet food all the time, uh, you need to consider you know what you're doing i don't yeah. know that's not necessary is what i'm saying right. but 
but you know it's expensive to have uh, pets. Yeah, that's, that's one downside. That's a con, and then you know that's that takes up a lot of our list. Uh, the other the other two cons that we have uh, the first one they can't talk to you. They can try to. They're trying to say something to you. I know. Right. At one point, I do feel like someone will invent some sort of translator that you can put on your dog, yeah. and it you know maybe it's like a collar and you put it around their uh, around their collar, and you know they're at the door and they go roof roof. And they're saying, you know, it, it waits for a second, and then it says, uh, I want to f*** up that squirrel, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it, it's going to happen at one point, I feel like. Yeah. It, it's just, we got to let technology kind of do its thing. We're going to have a bunch of little uh, Stephen Hawking canines running around. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Uh, so. of, of course, the voice part of it, not necessarily... Right. Yes, uh, no, other, I did not mean that. Any, nothing against Stephen Hawking and his genius-ness. Right. Well put. Uh, and then the other con that we have is cleaning up after them. So occasionally, uh, hopefully you don't have to do it often, but occasionally they're, they're going to mess themselves uh, oh, in the yeah. floor. M- most of the time, if you have like a, a tile floor or a hardwood floor, they're not going to you know, have an accident there. They're going to go over to the carpet and do it for right. some reason, which always makes it you know, a lot harder to deal well, with. Well, and that's where the collar, the, the translating collar would come in handy oh. too because, you know, the dog could – you disappear for a minute, and then when he comes back in to lay down with you, he could let you know, hey, man, I just shit in the kitchen. Yeah, and and instead of you letting it stay there and possibly stay in the floor, you right. could go take care of that. Now, of course, uh, you would, you would first of all, tell your dog. I'm assuming they could maybe understand you talking to them, too, and say, like, hey, yeah. could you not do that anymore? I mean, seriously, yeah. just tell me if you need to go out. And that, that back-and-forth back conversation would be really beneficial for uh, the yeah. pet owner relationship. So that's a million dollar idea. If someone can uh, Shark Tank that, there I think you go. that would be a, a you know that would get you a million dollars. Maybe we could do it, but I don't know if uh, you know our our science department's going to be Mark able Cuban to would cover eat that. that up. Yes, he would. Um, but that's all the cons that we have, right? So that's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, the hey, other, go ahead. Go no, you go first. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to go back to the pros. So if you had anything else uh, as as the cons, uh, we could go ahead and, and get that taken care of. No. Okay. Well, go ahead. I appreciate your honesty. Uh, the, the other two pros that we had, in rare cases, you can write off your pet as a tax deductible, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you you knew about that, right? Because that oh, yeah. was that was the uh, study that was also it, it might have been even in the same study that we talked about that was released from Harvard. Yeah. Uh, you you guys got to look up that article. It's unbelievable. But yeah. uh, you can write your your dog or cat or fish off as a tax deductible, which is mm-hmm. really beneficial. Um, and then the last thing we have is pets offer protection, especially at, like a larger dog yeah. uh, is going to be able to maybe warn you. Uh, it's almost like a security system. The only problem is I feel like sometimes my dogs that, that we have, uh, you know, if a burglar came in, they would probably just like want him to, you know, to pet him and they would probably say, oh, hey, we're so glad that you're here. So that's one thing that I'm concerned about, but you never know. Cats definitely right. are not going to offer protection. They'll probably be like, oh, hey, are you looking for where the money's stored? I'll show you. If a burglar yeah. was looking for it, a cat would definitely lead them to uh, you know, the the most expensive and priceless yeah. items in your house so they, they could take them. If you're looking for murder, follow me. Yes. Okay. And that yeah. was a good cat. That was like an evil cat voice. I, uh, I like to think idea. of all cats as, what was that? Would you say that that was British of some sort? Um, uh, maybe a British villain. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, That's how I really think of all cats. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe whenever that, 
translator comes out, you could have different settings, right? Yeah. So like it could be like British villain for your cat, or yeah. it could be like John F. Kennedy for your dog, something yeah. like that. It'd be it'd be really interesting to see. But uh, I'd that's probably all... go Samuel Jackson. Oh yeah, get me a motherfucking treat, something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I I think that that would actually be really cool. Um, but hey, that, you know that's what? all we have on the list. So you know, whatever you want to go ahead and close with. Here well, just, would be good. just here's my closing thought, and I'm just throwing this out there for our audience, and they can discuss it for the last five percent. I had a thought though when when we were talking about all this, how or who decided what animals were and were not okay to eat, because you know mm. we'll eat deer meat like it's going out of style, have no problem pop them down, put their head on the wall, and eat their back straps. But a horse, you can't do that. Yeah, in this country, uh, that's true. Some animals got the short end of the straw Yeah. Uh, on, on certain things. So that's a really good topic, uh, and that's actually a, a really good, I feel like, question to end on because, like you said, that last 5%, the audience can sit around the dinner table while they're tearing into that deer back strap uh, mm. and talk about that. I think that's that's a really good uh, question that you posed there, DJ. So, uh, if you're if you're in the study groups that that are listening right now, uh, go ahead and write that one down and try to figure that out because that is a deep question and that can that could be another thirty minute conversation probably. Mm-hmm. But that's gonna do it for the uh, episode about pets from All You Need to Know, which I feel like was really well done. We definitely covered probably ninety six percent there. So yeah, I hope I hope everyone enjoyed it. I know I did. Uh, but that that that's it for this episode. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig, and that's all you need to know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.